What is up, guys? Welcome to Streaking's Pod, presented to you by Club VIP. It is your host, Fredo. Once again, today we're on pod 14. Skipping number 13, going straight to 14. That, again, is 12 to 14. Today we're going to topics 1.19 to 1.24. That, again, is topics 1.19 to 1.24. You know how I like to keep these podcasts short, simple, and sweet. Only 10 to 15 minutes max, maybe 20 for feeling okay. But 10, 15 minutes, short, sweet. And we know you guys like the format, the uh, impromptu format. There's no notes in front of me. There's no preparation. So we're going to keep going that way. So without further ado, let's just jump right in. You always know, get in the conversation. Make sure to follow at underscore Street Kings Pod. That again is at underscore Street Kings Pod to get into the conversation. Make sure to follow us, subscribe, retweet, tweet, comment, share, whatever you need to do to get the word out there, whatever you want to do to get in on the conversation, always DM us your opinions. Feel free to DM us your opinions and we will feature you. And then for the latest car news and content where we get a lot of our news, uh, go to who sponsors us, which is Club VIP. That again is at underscore Club VIP. Pretty simple usernames, but that is the username for both our podcast and our car news page. So make sure to follow both of them. Make sure to support us. Thanks for all the support so far. Without further ado, we're going to jump right into it. 1.19, the Subaru Soltero is probably the worst automobile ever created. It honestly deserves an achievement and better yet, they had help from Toyota. I'm going to reiterate this. The Subaru Soltero was co-designed with Toyota and you can tell. I mean, the car is ugly. The uglier parts are obviously designed by Toyota. So I mean, there's no missing it one way or the other. I mean, a blind person can figure this one out. Uh, and two companies work together and the car is still disgusting. I mean, this car is an absolute disaster. I'm not exactly sure how two esteemed automakers, Subaru and Toyota, mind you, one of the largest automakers on the planet, Toyota obviously being the largest automaker on the planet, Subaru also not too far behind and also a big company in itself, but obviously one of the larger companies in Japan, both of them work together and create whatever the heck this is. Could you imagine a BMW and Mercedes or BMW and Audi or Audi and Mercedes had worked together to create a car? What would have happened? Or if you want to go even sub-tier, you want to go Volkswagen and Mini Cooper. I mean, could you imagine what Volkswagen Mini Cooper would come out with if they had worked together? All right, obviously Mini Cooper being a BMW sub-brand. I mean, nothing close to this. I mean, this is just complete left field. Cars disgusting inside and out. There's no mercy. I have no mercy for this car. This car is no grace whatsoever. Piano black galore. For those that do love piano black, I know many of you guys out there love it. This is full of it. This car's interior is absolutely full of it. By the way, that was sarcasm. I don't know one loves playing in black. I happen to think it's okay. But access of it is, or too much of it does not look good. It's not practical. And this is just overload of piano black. Yes, they're going for something premium because they don't really understand what premium is. You guys know how we feel about Lexus. They don't really know what they're doing. And so I'm not surprised at all, especially considering Toyota had uh, helped out with this car. But looking at the interior now, we also have more pictures on Club VIP. Only have a couple uploaded Street Kings. The back of the car is disgusting. The front of the car is disgusting. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what they were going with the back of the car. Obviously, the exterior was designed by Subaru. It's, I'd say the better looking part of the car, the interior, obviously designed by Toyota. I mean, it's ugly, so it makes a lot of sense. You have a Toyota Prius, for those that are wondering, looking at it and thought maybe it looked familiar. I will tell you right now. It has a Toyota Prius steering wheel and a Toyota Prius digital gauge cluster. So it has a Toyota Prius digital gauge cluster or like a driver's gear driver's gauge whatever you want to call it. i'm forgetting the word now and a prius steering wheel as if it couldn't get any worse I and mean, you know how we feel about the prius there's no design elements whatsoever in a prius that should be taken any other car interior is absolutely disgusting not exactly sure why the center council is off center who who designs the off center center council i don't think i've ever seen in the history of cars 
an off-center center council. I mean, this center council looks like the back of a Land Rover Discovery. For those that remember the Land Rover Discovery with the license plate kind of offset to the right side, I believe it was. This is exactly the same way. The center council is straight on the driver's side and then the right side on the passenger side has a curve. It's like off-center. It'll make more sense if you look at the pictures. Not exactly sure what they're going for. It looks disgusting. Not sure who, it, who even designed this. Second, start stop button or power button, whatever the heck it may be. Kind of the same thing in an electric car. This is an electric car, by the way. Uh, as next to the air conditioning vents, once again, also off center. So the caution light is off center. The caution light button is off center. Not sure what they're going for. I'm not sure why they couldn't put the uh, power button anywhere else, or they couldn't put the power button in between the digital gauge cluster and the center console and then move the vents to the center and center the vents just like every other car. I mean, this is just basic design elements, basic design cues. I'm not exactly sure they couldn't follow it. Not sure exactly what's so hard. But obviously the problem is with the people that design it, it's with the people that buy it. It's with the people that make the designers think that's okay for them to, buy, to design a car this way. I mean, this car is just disgusting inside and out. And for those that are wondering, well, it's a good deal. It's not a good deal. $45,000, 250 miles of range on electric car. We went over this already on pod that I want to say was 11, where we talked about Tesla and the advantages of Tesla and the four pillars to what everyone looks for in an electric car. This has none of the four pillars. It's not fast. There's no tech. Uh, there's just absolutely nothing about it. Not practical. The car just has the same boot space, the same everything as a regular uh, Subaru crossover, Toyota crossover, or whatever the heck this is. I don't even think they know what it is. It's a cross between a crossover and an SUV. It's bigger than a crossover, smaller than an SUV. The whole thing is just an abomination inside and out. Absolutely disgusting car. I cannot just fathom who came up with this car and who thought this car was okay to just push across the assembly line. But then again, there's a lot of cars that come out of Japan that I wanted the same way, so I'm not too surprised. We're going to move on right to the next topic, 1.20. Prius question mark? Oh, wait, no, it's the new Honda Prelude. Talk about Prius. We talked about the Prius, obviously, with the Solterra. Honda Prelude, not any better. So I've seen a lot of pictures of the Honda Prelude. I don't give much attention to it, obviously, considering it is a Honda. However, uh, I've only seen, I've noticed this recently, I've only seen the front end pictures of the Honda Prelude. When you look at the front end pictures, not really much comes to mind other than, okay, it's a okay looking car. But I came across, not exactly sure how, but I came across the rear picture of the car. So rear view angle of the car. And I thought to myself, this is a Prius. And then I searched up the Prius and it is exactly the same car. And I posted on Streaking Spot so you guys can see these pictures are not on Club VIP. We posted on Streaking Spot to prove our point. And the rear of the car and actually the front of the car as well look exactly the same. The Prelude and the Prius look exactly the same. Funny enough, they both start with P. And funny enough, Honda's written in 3D letters on the back as well as Prius, as you guys know. It's also written in 3D letters on the back. And they're both five-letter words. So talk about coincidences. You look at the back of this car and it's very easy you can very easily think it's a Prius. I mean, obviously the three letters are there just like the Prius is. And so you can easily think this is a Prius. Taillight goes all the way around for those that have not, may not have seen it yet. It has a sloped roof line, just like the Prius. It has, I want to say somewhat, it's not really a ducktail spoiler. We know it's not a ducktail spoiler, but it's somewhat, it's a remnant of what could have been a ducktail spoiler. Same as the Prius, kind of just comes off the edge. You have a taillight that goes all the way across. You have the three letters that go under and I'm talking three letters, I mean kind of the badges, right? Because the Prius now has the badge on the back that says Prius. Same thing with the Honda. And now it says Honda. Both five-letter words. So once again, proving my point, very easy to get mixed. Uh, you also have on top of that a black outline around the light that goes around the rear of the car, around the taillight, what I'm trying to say. You have a black outline around the taillight of the car. So the outline around the taillight is not color matched to the car, just like the Prius, exact same way. 
And then you move on to the front, and it is the exact same as well. You have one bar that goes all the way across, just like the Prius, and then it comes up and around exactly like the Prius. Obviously, the dimensions are just a little bit different. Honda kind of played around with it a little bit more. I actually think the Prius looks a little bit better in this instance because it's just more consistent. It's just a better straight line. There's not a lot of kind of movements or edges with the light, just like the Prelude. But, I mean, far away, these cars look exactly the same. And we tried finding kind of the same color uh, car, so the same color Prius, the same color Prelude would make it a little bit easier to, to spot. But, I mean, you can see this from a mile away. I'm not exactly sure what they were thinking. I'm surprised myself when I first saw it. But anyways, we'll move on. This is topic 1.23. The Volkswagen Amarok should be brought to the U.S. and consumers will decide its fate. Hashtag taco. Watch out. The Volkswagen Amarok, for those that may not know, is a Volkswagen pickup truck. It's based, on the Ford, it's based off of the Ford Ranger. It's only available in Europe, but it's not available in the U.S. They have not brought it to the U.S., and I'm not sure why. Pickup trucks are obviously a very big market here, especially the mid-sized pickup trucks, which is where a lot of the market is right now with inflation and everything else going on. A lot of people are buying these mid-sized pickups instead of the full-size ones like the Sierra, the F-150, etc. A lot of people are buying this little, the Colorados, the Rangers, etc., etc., and this would just be a perfect car to fit in there maybe it's because they don't want to compete against the ranger because it is based off the ranger uh or ford rather doesn't want to compete uh with it because it is essentially the same truck um but for those that do not know we have more pictures obviously on club vip the car or the truck rather looks really good inside and out obviously very high tech being a volkswagen build quality is very good reliability we're not sure of but we can only imagine it isn't too bad it is manageable if you take care of the car as with every car as with every german car but obviously amarok good priced car a good priced truck rather it keeps meaning to say truck it's a well-priced truck it's a good size uh, i'm not exactly sure they haven't brought it to us yet i think it will do very very well volkswagen obviously on fire now the id4 as you know electric car is the second best selling electric car to my knowledge in the u.s good numbers they're selling a lot of cars they're doing really well and they should be bringing the amarok here as well i get they're trying to push electric cars but gasoline cars are here to stay especially gasoline trucks are here to stay and the volkswagen amarok should be brought especially in considering its price range and where the market is right now there's a reason why ford is focusing on the ranger the gmc is focusing on their mid-size pickup truck and chevrolet is focusing on their colorado there's a market for it and Volkswagen bring it to the US. Let the consumers decide its fate and let's see what happens against the taco. Also, remember Amrock also has a V6. Tundra dropped the V6. It's only inline four cylinder now. And so that's also a competitive advantage it has. So last topic for today, 1.24. No one asked for a GR Corolla and a Lexus body form. Not exactly sure what Lexus was thinking. Not exactly sure what Toyota was thinking. This is just another cash grab, another money grab by Toyota. They don't do much of this. So I'm very surprised. But they knew how good the Corolla is. We've talked about how good the Corolla, not the Corolla, the Corolla GR is. We've talked about how good the Corolla GR is and the Corolla GR Marizo is and how much we love it. It is a rally car for the masses. We love rallying. Rallying is amazing. It's an amazing sport for those that do have not watched rally. I'm not sure what's wrong with you. Go watch rally. It's way better than F1. F1 is also really fun to watch, but rally is just a different level. These guys are putting their lives on the line 24 seven. And yes, F1 is dangerous, but rallying is a different level for those that watch it. And if you haven't watched it already, go watch it. And you'll know exactly what I'm talking about, but rallying, amazing, amazing sport. As a kid, especially a lot of kids run that grew in Europe, grew around rallying, know what rallying is. Everyone's dream is to have a rally car, kind of be a rally car on the road, on inside roads. And the GR Corolla is just one of those cars just helps you do that. I mean, this car is no competition whatsoever. They're the only ones doing a car like this. Amazing, amazing car. We love it. We talked about it before in the previous pause. We're not going to really talk about it a lot now, but now Toyota coming in for a crash grab. Uh, 
basically just putting a Lexus badge on it, charging a little bit more, obviously, because it is a Lexus. The car doesn't even look that good. You'll see the pictures on Street Kings Pod. Seems to be a light bar. I guess it's just a yellow strip that goes across the front. There is an LED bar that goes across the back of the car. Uh, but, I mean, the car just doesn't look good. It looks like a squashed RX, Lexus RX. I'm not exactly sure what they were going with. The car does not look good whatsoever. The GR Corolla just looks good because it looks like a nice rally car. It's a nice big grill. Obviously, being a Toyota, you know it's going to be reliable. Lexus are also reliable. They're a little more high-end. And if you want to buy a kind of a rally car for the streets, you want something you want to beat up, something you don't really care about, something that's cheap parts, you don't really want something that's a little bit more upmarket, something you have to take care of a little bit more and has a little more expensive parts. just doesn't make sense. Not sure what they're going for. There's no reason for them to do that other than they're just trying to go for a cash grab. Not cool. Not cool at all. GR Corolla, amazing, amazing car. Let's just keep it right there and let's not move it up to Lexus. There's no point for that to happen. All right, guys, that's the end of the podcast for today. Like we said, like to keep it short, simple, and sweet. We don't like to elaborate. I don't want to listen to a guy talking for two hours, so I'm not going to do the same to you. But always feel free to comment, to retweet, to share. Always DM us your opinions and you will be featured. Get on the debate. We're here for opinions. That what That is what it is all about. Opinions, opinions, opinions. Not too much of it today, especially journalism. Everyone likes to act nice. Everyone likes to act accepting, and everyone likes to act like they love every call that's coming out. That's not the case. There's a lot of stuff out there. It's okay to have opinions, and we're here to share them. So once again, make sure to follow at underscore Street Kings Pod. That again is at underscore Street Kings Pod. And then for our car news and content, at underscore club vip that again is at underscore club vip thanks for listening in guys and we'll see you in the next podcast peace kings